Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, hey. Hello and welcome in. Happy Monday. It is the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I'll tell you what I need to do change uh, the Google search results from Jeffrey Dahmer which I just pulled up during the dirt alert. Boy, a troubled individual, huh? I would say. <laughs> I mean, I would geez. say so. There's Louise. a real, I mean, and what's the first choice that then compounds to Into the next cannibalism? choice and then the next choice and then you're Jeffrey Dahmer? I mean, because it doesn't just happen one day. You don't just wake up one day and you're like, hmm, I have body parts in my freezer that I'm cooking up for lunch. Like, that's oh. not what happens. It's it's a <laughs> hope not. it's a progression. Yeah, and aren't we all? Don't you ever think that we're just a few decisions away? And when people watch the news and they see somebody do something bad, and they say, "Oh my gosh, the, you know, just this is the vilest blah blah blah." I think what they were was a baby when they first started. They were a cute little baby. I know. And then choices. We're all capable of the worst. I will tell you, the other day I was out for a walk with my son, Franklin. He's five. And he said, Mama, as he was carrying a 10-foot long stick, by the way, back mm. that he'd gathered at a, you know, yeah. tree. Mama, come here. I need to uh, use this stick. He said, he said, flies and raccoons, sometimes they're bad, sometimes they're good. <laughs> flies eat poop. Raccoons get into the chicken coop, but they probably do other good things. Oh, see, he's right. What a deep philosophical conversation about how the Whoa. reality of being alive is that, you know, some things you do are good and some things you do are bad. I remember we, by the way, let me introduce the show. This is the Don and Steve experience. <laughs> You're listening to my talk 1071. DJ Rock Lobster is back from the Boundary Clark, Waters Clark. and you can smell it. Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live. She is here uh, co-hosting all show long. Donna Mm -hmm. Valentine returns from her Martha's Vineyard vacation tomorrow. Fabulous. So uh, anyway, but we're all here. I had a teacher to that end. And then I have to tell you about a very fancy evening that I had over the weekend. Mm. I had a teacher in high school who I think profoundly said, and I know some of you will disagree with me on this, but he said um, that men were born, mankind, mankind, born with eternity and insanity in their hearts. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. taught us this 25 years ago. That's true. And then he would give all of these ancient examples yeah. of it as well, as well as teaching us about ancient smarts. Think of the trebuchet. Think of the pyramids. These things that should not have been able to be done mm-hmm. that were done. Mm-hmm. Mr. Counter, shout out to Mr. Counter. Great teacher. He was a great teacher because he only had two students to teach because he graduated with 12 people. And that's, see, the first uh, cut of the day <laughs> from Elizabeth Reese. And I oh graduated with 12 kids in my class. People should hear our pre show conversation. You have Zip plenty it, of. Libby, cuts. that's personal. <laughs> anyway, um, I had a big 
I had a big fancy night on Saturday. Look at you. What, I went out. what was there? Clearance at Chaska Target? <laughs> was there a super, like a new menu of margaritas debuted at the Applebee's in Chaska? <laughs> oh, wow. What happened? It's not Give just it me. Wait, Elizabeth and I are city people. You're, <laughs> you guys, you're outnumbered now. Oh, yeah, bro. it's always two on one on this show, and we never know who's going to be at a disadvantage. <laughs> that's, uh, good. that's been made clear. First of good. all, there's always clearance at the Target at Chaska. That's okay? true. That's always. true. I follow an Instagram account, Target Bargains. She's a local lady. Oh, really? She just posts when things are on sale. And I'm telling you, oh, that's I, have, I was influenced by her to buy a Studio McGee basket over the weekend. I have never been more influenced by anyone in my life. Have you watched that show by the Studio McGee people called Beautiful Dream Home Makeover? Dream Home. Oh, I'm so into it. They're really enjoyable to watch. She's more enjoyable than him. Well, that's a tough deal. She 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 yeah. brings yeah, yeah. She, and she's fantastic. He's kind of like you know, he's kind of like the 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 chip, a chip version he's to her, the, Joanna. Yeah, he's, he's no, no chip. chip. I know okay. you're gonna say. I know, I know. But he's he's nice. They're sweet. They're wonderful. Saturday night, mm-hmm. I got to go, and this resulted in me having a conversation for the first time ever with someone from this building who I've been afraid of for eight years. Deep tease. I was. Emceeing the Minnesota Broadcasting Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Oh, that's wonderful. And so funny thing is Dan Seaman, our boss, asked me to do this like a year ago. Yeah. I mean, many, many months ago. And you ago. had to say yes. It was him. Yeah, what do I, I'm like, you don't even check. You're like, yeah, I can, I can do that. The funny <laughs> thing was Dan Seaman was mentioned by at least three of the five inductees. As someone who was pivotal I, to yes, their career? Yes. I mean, there were so many Dan Seaman mentions, it felt like, throughout the night. Great. So that was really cool. But uh, the inductees included Dan Barrero of mm-hmm, KFan, mm-hmm. the legend. Uh, you had Freddie Bell of KMOJ. Right. Uh, Kathy Werzer oh, of NPR. I just obsessed. Dave Lee of uh, WCCO. Mm-hmm. And then Lynn Kettleson of the farm, like Farmers Broadcasting Network, who has just committed his broadcasting career to communicating issues that matter to farmers. Which every issue that matters to farmers matters, matters to, to all of us. Wow. It was so great. And so great. I, I had very light lifting to do. I just get up, here's a quick quick little thing, and then they went up. But it was so cool to hear from all of those people that I mentioned had very different acceptance speeches from one from the other. It was supposed to be three to five minutes. Oh, please. I was like, come on, guys. We They're got broadcasting people. Try 35 minutes. And Dan Barrero, I heard him on his show. He was on Friday. He was like, what do I do? How do I trim this down? It's um, it's timing at like 13 minutes. So I reached out to him and I said, look, don't. Don't trim it down. Here's the newsflash. I'm the MC, and there's not a chance in H-E double hockey sticks <laughs> that I am going to put the vaudeville hook up on somebody as they, you know, receive this wonderful recognition. Yeah, and you guys don't have a big enough budget to have a microphone that lowers into the ground. No! The microphone is there. It's not going anywhere. We had CDs that were playing entrance music. We didn't have wrap-up music. That was it. So it was, But it was so cool to hear all five of these inductees share their commitment to broadcasting and we love broadcasting oh, yeah. and so like this really hits home for us but just hearing their commitment to it the highs the lows mm-hmm. and the joy that they get when the mic goes on or when the camera turns on it's just it, it just felt inspiring to sit there and to listen to these people who have achieved so much throughout you know in many cases several decades of work here in the Twin Cities. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm sure you could watch it. Did they record it and are they posting it anywhere? Like the Minnesota? They did record it. Yeah. Oh, I'm I don't sure. Know. That would be nice for people. It was great. It, w- it was really great. Who so had anyway. the longest speech? You know, the longest speech, probably, golly, 
It was probably Dan Barrero. Mm, okay. That's I don't because you know, gave him though. The, yeah, I, I, the <laughs> but I told like Dave Lee before, I was like, just do whatever you want. Who cares? Have fun. Enjoy the moment. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Freddie Bell started, you know, waxing and it was, you know, you just sat back and none of them felt long. I'll tell you that. They all felt yeah. really enjoyable to listen to. Also, this night in Rocco, you will know this. Mm-hmm. I have a fear of two men in this building and I have since day one. I they feel are like Joe I know. Suchere, yep, okay, that was the yeah, one I was going yeah. with. And Patrick Royce. Oh, oh yeah. He's a teddy bear. Oh, they're the best. Guys, I have never spoken to Patrick Royce. No. There was a time two months ago, and I know we're up against the clock here. I was down one of our long, the shining hallways or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I saw Souchere and Royce at the other end of the hall. What no happened? one else between us. I looked for a window. <laughs> I was like, we got to, oh, we're only three stories up. I'll land on my feet. And. I walked past and didn't say anything to them, and they didn't say anything to me. No, they didn't say anything to you? No, oh, they were gosh. talking to each other. Okay, but they we have this unspoken thing. Royce comes over, and I just said, hey, I need to introduce myself. I'm Steve Patterson. We work in the building, and blah, blah, blah. And, and he, he knew this. Yes, I'm because surprised. I, well, but I didn't know. I didn't presume well, he that he knew me, it. he knows me, so then he knows you. Yeah, and he was like, how's Ben Lieber doing? And I, <laughs> so we, but it was great. And it, we had this fun conversation. And now there's only one person left on my list here, and it's Joe Souchere. Will I have ever a conversation with Joe Souchere? Rookie says he can set it up. I can set it up. I No, I think that people respond to you differently than they do me. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> That's we 100%. Take a break. We have to take a break. Oh, we do already? Matt Belanger's coming in at 930. Uh, we'll get the latest on uh, the Queen's procession, of course. There are thousands who have been lined up to uh, say their final goodbye to the Queen before she hits her final resting place today. When we come back, we'll do some things that make you go, huh? Here's a little trivia. Only one country in the world has a flag that does not use the colors red, white, or blue. Can you think of it? If you think hard enough, you'll know this. We'll tell you when we come back, Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, proof of that is how we started the show talking Jeffrey Dahmer. All Jeffrey Dahmer, all morning long, right here on the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071. It's opening segments like that that really drive home that I'll likely never be at the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame giving an acceptance speech. If you live long enough, you might. You might. It's just sometimes you just have to wait out everybody else. That'll I, be you and me. I did joke that, you know, when I gave my quick opening remarks, that when I got the initial call, I was overjoyed because I just wrapped up my time on Twin Cities Live and just couldn't. I was knocked over that I was being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And then they clarified that they yeah. were looking for an MC and specifically yeah. one who had never been nominated, much less won mm. any individual broadcasting awards. At I'd all. like to get through my entire career having never been nominated for anything. Yeah. I now, don't think I've been nominated. I mean, the show Twin Cities Live has been nominated for can, an Emmy. But can we it. clarify, though, that you have to nominate? One has to nominate one's self at a local level. That's how it works. And for, and for, for like Emmys and stuff like that. And yeah. there's, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure I'm projecting when I say that seems a little thirsty to be like, I'll submit this tape. Well, and you have to pay. And you have to pay, but you know, it's you know, probably, I'm probably get projecting. It. Well, there's like, I mean, there's costs involved, and right. so somebody's got to pay something, but, you know, and and some people, that's really important to them. I think that's I wonderful. It. See how you sound a lot better. I was probably no, projecting. You, you sound fine. All right. Rocco, just hit the stupid thing. Oh, what are we doing? Things that make you go, huh? Let's do it. Yeah, bring on the Emmy. Things that make you go, huh? There's only one flag in the world that doesn't include 
the colors red, white, or blue. I was racking my brain. I'm. This is a tough game for me. This is a geography quiz. I think of the Olympics, if that helps you at all. You know, yeah. think of the flags all going around. Yeah. Is there a flag that comes to mind that does not have the colors red, white, or blue? There is only one. Hmm. It's not Iceland. It's, it's not, not Ghana. Iceland. It's not, oh, Canada. Red all over. Mm-hmm. And white. And that maple leaf. I like that. They have a nice flag. Yeah, they really do. It's really nice. Who's got the nicest flag? That's a different conversation. But like if you put the battle of just cool looking flags. Probably some Nordic country. Like they do everything that's kind of like chic and cool and scant. You know, that Scandi look is so hot right now. Yeah, they were ahead of their time. Who does the blue and yellow flag? Is that is that Switzerland? No. Uh, there's the U- oh blue and yellow. Is that Sweden? Sweden. Sweden. Finland. I feel like I feel like Finland has a nice flag. I'm sure. I think Don't that they all have like just the kind of is maybe like blue and center cross. Yeah. yeah. Ghana is um wait red yellow and black or red green and black. That's a cool one too. Again, well, oh yes, yeah, Sweden's flag is so incredible. I feel like Mexico's is really nice. Hmm. The Finland flag, yeah, the Finland flag is nice as well. You're right. They all do this off-center thing. Although, you know, old glory, she, she's a looker. I really like the American flag. Oh, so do I. They say if you Google best country flags, a list of the top 12 comes up. Guam. Is South, number 12 or number one? Number one, I think. Guam. South Africa. Oh, gosh, I'm going to botch this one. Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> Sorry, guys, to the, all of our listeners there. Yeah. I appreciate you. I value you. Um, the Northern Marianas Islands. Okay. The Mozambique. Gu- the Guam flag does not deserve number one. Okay. St. Lucia. They call that one Space Crew Cool. Whales yeah. Enter the Dragon. Oh, St. Lucia. Incredible. St. Lucia's good. Oh, my gosh. Look up the St. Lucia flag. Okay. It's like, it is sort my of My mom spacey. goes to a spa there. Mm. Oh, well, no wonder. It's like Once a wellness you see the flag. Spa. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? That's blue. Okay, so it's sort of like spacey, but then sort of mountain looking like, because there is a um, there is a yellow triangle and then like a black triangle that kind of comes up off the top, yeah. all surrounded in white with a blue background. They, they crush it. They crushed it with the flag. I'd wear that all over some St. Lucia merch. <laughs> Here is what we need to get back to. What is the only flag? Think Olympics. That is a really big hint. Think Olympics. Think of Winter Olympics. Okay. Russia. No. Only flag red. that doesn't have red, white, or blue if you're just tuning in. Things that make you go, huh? But Winter Olympics and like countries that do well. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In the Winter Olympics or what? A country that once did well in the Winter Olympics. And its flag does not have any red, white, or blue. I don't know. Jamaican bobsled team. Oh, you got it. It's Jamaica. That's what, green, black, and yellow. Bro, is it? Yeah. Yeah. We once had a friend who um, who brought us a, a, a. I don't know if it was a housewarming gift or, or what it was, but for some reason there was a friend when we when I was probably ten or eleven who brought us an Arizona state flag. 
Why? And her name was Joya. I don't know why. We never knew, but we hung that sun biatch up and you always were not. like, yeah, in the basement. And we were what? like, and but we always sort of giggled at it, but also like grew to, it, it carved out room in our heart where we were like, oh, the Arizona State flag. Thanks, Joya. <laughs> I don't know why she gave it to us. It wasn't a birthday. I still don't know why. That's an interesting nice gift. Like, I'm just going to bring a state flag and ensure that the state you have no emotional connection Correct. to, and then I'm going to bring it to you to put in your home. That person is a hoarder because they can't distinguish between <laughs> something that you should have in your home and thinking something that... I bet if you went into Joya's house, big trubs in there. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, it's not like the Appersons were from Arizona, Joya Apperson. It's not like it was like, of course, oh my gosh, and thank you. This is part of your story. I don't know. <laughs> they got it free. They got it for free. If you grunt when you hit a tennis ball, your shot will be approximately 3.8% faster. Yeah, that's true. That's why all of these pro tennis players, you know, when you go to a tennis yeah. match, they are grunting. You got to get your it's grunt loud on. It's grunting. <gasps> if, I don't know if I ever want to watch a tennis match in person. Oh, you do. You, you think? Do. Yeah, you, I went to the, <gasps> I've been to the U.S. Open several times, you know. Humble brag. Have you really? Yeah. Yeah, because my sister lived in New York. Both my sisters did. And Jay, my husband, loves tennis. And so when we were dating, like, we would always just look for inexpensive flights and go to New York and stay with my sisters because we knew, like, I was never going to live there. Of course. So let's just, like, live our best life. And um, and so we would go during the U.S. Open. And any event that is proudly sponsored by Mercedes-Benz mm. and Grey Goose, mm. you should go. <laughs> but see, like if there's a big volley and you're in the middle of a, it's a five hour match between Federer and Nadal. It's sweet. And then each, uh, and they have good cocktails and it's lovely out there and pretty people. You should go. <laughs> Fab. Uh, speaking of pretty people, he's from TV. His name is Matt Belanger. He joins us with three things. He'll give us kind of the latest on what's happening with the Queen's processional today as she is laid to rest. Uh, that and a couple other things with Maddie B. All when we return. It's the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome back. It's the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Don't forget, you can listen live on the website, mytalk1071.com, or you can download our app. Then you can get registered and listener rewards and just win stuff for listening, which you're already doing. Uh, Elizabeth Reese is in for Donna Valentine today. Donna, Hi, guys. Donna's on the final day of her Nantucket. Oh, Martha's Vineyard. I love it. Vacation. I'm so happy. She deserves it all. She deserves all the things. She hardly shared any of these details with me before. I was like, I said, like the day before she left on air, where are you going? And she said, uh, you know, don't worry about it. And then I pressed and it was like Martha's Vineyard in Nantucket. And yeah. I said, well, who are you going with? Yeah, who? She said, don't worry about it. The Bushes, I'm I sure. I don't know who she's with. I'm sure she's with the Bush family. She's on the she compound. Is. She's living her best life. Do you ever um, thank previous like past you for doing something so great for current you so like in this moment right now yeah before i left this house my house, Your house. i'm i'm at You're the, the studio, studio now. right now i made a cup of coffee in a short coffee vessel and then i thought you know what i think i'm gonna want an extra coffee so i poured that coffee into a larger cup made myself another small one poured it into the large cup now i'm just at the point Understanding that had I only had that small cup, I would be out of coffee. And but I've got a whole like five ounces to go. Listen, 
she is present Elizabeth thanking past Elizabeth for future Elizabeth's well-being. With that, let's bring on the foul mouth Matt Belanger. Come on, Matt. Talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. Matt Matt Belanger is currently dressed in a tie. He well, looks yeah. so good. He's so kind of a tie. the uniform for news. Yeah, it is the this uniform. How many ties do you think you own? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, come they on. come good. and they go. This blue and white, the little check shirt. Did Working you ever know it. that I used to be engaged to a guy whose nickname was Matty B? Because his name oh, was Matt, no but then way. his last name started with a B too. So every time I hear it, it's just sort of a funny thing. It was such oh, a long time gosh. ago. Yeah. Matty B from TV became my nickname around here. It's yeah. great. Yeah. We yeah. like it. It's great. How many ties, Matt? I don't... Well, you think you have 25 ties? I probably have like 50? No, I probably have like 50 ties. This is a good ties. width of a tie, too. You know, it's not yeah. too wide you know, and it's not too trendy skinny. No, no, yeah, no, right. Totally. You know, the thing about men's clothes. Remember yeah. that story of that mm-hmm. news anchor mm-hmm. in Australia who yes. wore the same yes. navy yes, suit King. every day? Yes. Every day and no one you noticed. Just, you just changed the, the shirt and tie. It's it. That's I mean, I, I may have worn the same navy suit for a whole week and nobody bats an eye. Yeah. So as long Tell as you, what, you change the other stuff. Even in the casual fair uh, in the afternoon of Twin Cities Live, there was a week <laughs> yeah. where I, n- knowingly, but not trying to make a point, just didn't change my jeans for a week. Yeah, jeans are jeans. But then somebody emailed and said, no. yes, it said Steve has worn the same jeans all week. <laughs> and I was like, shoot. She kind of called me out. I have a quick uh, tip for you, and then we'll get into some news about okay. the queen. All right. For anybody who likes neckties, yeah. years ago, I used to always go to the website. Have you heard of it? The tie bar. Oh, he yeah. loves the tie bar. You know bar. the tie bar. Yeah. Oh, he loves it. I loved it. Back when I was wearing ties, I was getting ties. I was getting tie bars, pocket squares. Yeah, I remember nice. these days. I have recently rediscovered the pocket square, poofy. Yeah. Every now and then, I'm like, oh, a little pizzazz. Oh, I like a pocket square. Yeah, a little yeah. pizzazz. I, I go, I'm, I'm in and out on pocket squares. Wow. I don't know. You used oh, to be pocket square obsessed, Steve. I know, but now I'm more disheveled. He used to be a lot. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> now I'm a lot less. No, uh, you're not. You Maddie, still have cologne, a lot of cologne on when he came in. I was like, oh, I remember. Yeah. You can smell it. You smell Steve before you Steve. see Steve. In a good way. It's Clinique happy. <sighs> Yay? I don't know. You know, I'm sensitive to artificial fragrances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Question yes. mark? You like? Glen Ron Burgundy? Okay. <laughs> All right. Matt has three things. Number one. one. Uh, we've got to talk about the funeral for Queen Elizabeth II. It's Big happening. Deal. It's yep, just right everywhere. Now. And actually, it's coming to an end. So there's been a 12-day goodbye that's been playing out over the past 12 days, and it's ending today. Right. And so early, early this morning, uh, 6.30 in the morning, London time, uh, where the Queen was lying in state at Westminster Hall, which is in the Parliament part of London there by Big Ben. Mm -hmm. Um, They said uh, they got to call the visitation, if you will, the paying of the respects to an end. They moved uh, the coffin with the Queen's body inside to Westminster Abbey, where the actual funeral service proper was held. Lots of singing, lots of um, celebrating her life, really. It's the most beautiful place. It's Westminster the, Abbey is gorgeous, magical. And the, the pageantry and the, the pomp and circumstance of it, all things British, yeah. you know. Yeah, it totally. is such a spectacle. And uh, over the past couple of hours, we've watched, uh, and they've had an aerial live camera following along as the um, her yeah. Carrying the, the coffin has been taken now to Windsor Castle, St. George's Chapel there at Windsor Castle will be the Queen's final resting place. Do you think her body's actually in there? Yeah. I think so. Really? I don't I, I don't so. feel like they do anything not by the book. And if I think that I think Boy, that that's I a long definitely time feel from like, when you've died. 
I mean, you start to decompose pretty quickly. Now, yeah. don't they like embalm people? Well, yeah, yeah but I mean, think about that like way back in the day. I mean, before they had like temperature control and I've, formaldehyde. Question. When people were waiting to pay their respects to the queen yeah. uh, these last few days, was this an open casket situation where they no, could no, come or this no, was a closed no. casket? No, and she, like, right, and it's draped with a, you know, a particular crest and a, a cloth, you know, okay. uh, I don't know the yeah. exact name. And then there was there, a spider who's getting a real lot of attention. Oh, no, what was oh, that? Was he crawling on it? He was crawling on it. Oh, and no. Then, and it was spotted, and then there's all sorts of, it's the it's the most famous spider in the world. Oh, yeah. But they've got all the jewels on top and the scepter and sure. the okay. things, you know. But and and, and ever, always standing watch. I mean, so that was that was remarkable to see. But mm-hmm. uh, some people waited fourteen hours in line. You could leave to go to the London. bathroom and to go get food and keep your space. That's great. Do you know who waited some thirteen hours? I do, David Beckham. David Beckham, mm-hmm. boy, waited what a PR line. opportunity! <laughs> but you know, think about this too. He was yeah. given uh, recognition by the Queen and the royal family a couple of different times, and still said, "I'm going to wait." And he's just like, my family, we're big royalists, and if my grandparents could be here, they would be in this line, and so yeah. I will be in this line. I think a lot of people felt a duty, you know, mm-hmm. a duty to pay respects. Well, my the- mom's been in London, you know, my mom is actually coming back today. Yeah. Oh, wow. And she, because oh. she just happened to have a previously scheduled trip with her sister. They went to Paris, and then they took oh, um, wow. the train underneath wow. the, channel the channel to go to um London and so she's been sending lots of pictures wow. and they went right to Buckingham Palace wow, just to cool. see so she sent like some videos of just nice. all of the um you know like the fencing and how they kind of have people corralled to be mm. in certain places so kind of an unreal time to be oh, there no kidding I think we won't realize the magnitude of what we're witnessing until like later you know I mm-hmm. mean which she's the longest reigning monarch and and, and probably just, will be and forever to, now and, to, yes. and to, well yeah because of how she rose to the throne well, particularly so in our lifetime yeah. I mean there's no way because even if Charles died tomorrow, William right. would still not be. He'd have to live to like so hundred years. Yeah, so yeah. it was so, so it was just such like a yeah. strange circumstance with her. So her final resting place will be right there um, next to her late husband Philip there at um, St George's Chapel at Windsor Castle. And yes. I understand that they had to sort of I don't know if exhume is the right word, but they had they had him in a temporary burial yeah. location, and then they have to wait for the Queen to go in first, yeah. and then they have to essentially dig up his coffin. And then bring it over afterward because of the order of all things royal. I guess. You got, I think, like I said, by the book. By you the know, book. I think. Mm, yeah. It's fascinating. Remarkable uh, live coverage if you want to watch on Channel 5 right now. Oh, is that happening right now? Number two. We're like the lawnmower that doesn't want to start. Pull the cord. Hey, and actually, you know, this is another kind of serious news topic, but I felt the need to mention it because some people might have loved ones in Puerto Rico. Boy, Hurricane Fiona. You just got to know that this is happening. Uh, you remember Hurricane Maria was deadly and hit Puerto Rico not that long ago. Right, yeah. right. And that was a terrible storm and the power was out there for so long. And kind of in a mind-blowing fashion here, it's happening again. Yeah. The yeah. whole island uh, out of power. Uh, the storm was, uh, with wind gusts uh, 85 miles per hour or so, according to the latest you know forecasting or whatever. And a lot of the things, this is the really sad part. You obviously know that the people there are, are having just a, a tremendous time with this. I mean, you can imagine with another powerful storm moving through. But a lot of the stuff they just got fixed mm. yeah. is now you know, the bridges washed away again wow. by this storm. Gosh. So, I mean, I ju- I, you just feel for the people of Puerto Rico right well, now. This yeah, is and you know, Alexis thing. Thompson from The Morning Show, her husband on hell is Puerto Rican. Yeah. yeah. And his, has wonderful family there and yeah. it's such a beautiful place. 
So while we're just looking at sunshine and, you know, 70 degrees or whatever today, you got to remember there's these, yeah. these folks going through such a tough time. And that's that's poignant that you mentioned the timing of that, too, because I don't have a great a grand lesson that they'll learn from this. But how difficult to deal with that kind of suffering that, you know, I, I think it was like thousands of people that died that lost their lives some five years ago now. Yeah. And then you get to this point And yeah, it's like you're everybody's feeling like we did it. We, we powered back. through. We're, we're yeah. back. And yeah. then for this to come through again is such a test. I think well, the one-two yeah. punch, and you hope that things had improved. Maybe there was some learning that happened with the prior storm, and maybe things were rebuilt differently. But to some extent, no matter what you do, right. a really powerful hurricane like this is going to cause damage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, that's uh, that was my number two, and I have a quick number three for you. Number three. The Did you hear about this? Now, do you know the artist Kickley? Oh, yeah. Kickley, yes. who oh, has yeah. the book from yeah. the State Fair. Yeah, we had him on the show during We've the State Fair. We've been featured in it. We've yeah. been drunk. Wow, yes. bet you have. Well, how do I? Let me flip my non-existent <laughs> hair here and just see if I can get in the next one. Um, if you're listening, Kickley. So the Vikings, and they got that big day, game tonight in Philadelphia yes. against the those Eagles. Yeah, yeah. yeah revenge game from know, the I, NFC Championship a few years ago. And we're Pennsylvanians. Do you like the Eagles? No, I hate the Eagles. I'm a Steelers fan. No, we're Minnesotans now. But, yes. you know, form, recovering yes. Pennsylvanians, but. I don't like the Eagles either, even though I'm from that side of the state. Yeah. And um, anyway, so the Vikings have recruited Kickley to do what he does. You know, he captures, he's done this with other sports teams too, I think for the Twins and so forth. Yeah, he's and so, super into stadiums but right it's now. it's incredible how, the thing that I, maybe you can provide some insight, uh, because the thing that I didn't understand was how he sees something, he sees like one moment in time during the game for a second, a flash. Yes. And then he has to memorize that mm-hmm. and then takes, you know, he says he does it pretty fast, maybe five minutes painting. Sometimes he takes an hour, depending on what it is he said when we talk to him. But um, I can't imagine. He must have a photographic memory. Yeah, Truly. he does. He does the pencil drawing and then he usually saves that and then later fills in the colors and mm. he'll write notes like blue. Like if for, oh. you know, if if there's there's moments where he's gotten like press conferences and things like that. And so then he'll remember what people are wearing, the color of what they're wearing. And then mm. he fills it in with the color nice. later, but it's really neat. I mean, it's great. To, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. And I think it's so cool. What I love is like meeting artists who find their sort of thing and then they're able to make a living at yeah. it. I mean, that's, yes. that's, that's incredible. It's a sweet spot right there. Right. It's, it's like Adam Turman. Like he's done that so yeah. well. Um, and and there are a lot of artists who aren't compensated for their work. So to have like the Vikings pay, I hope mm. they're paying him. I mean, please God, tell me they're paying oh, him. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I would hope so. But yeah, they I have they have hope. recruited him to do this at some of their games, and so they caught wind and they wanted to be part of yeah his oh, his awesome. skill and his art. I want Adam Turman's Minneapolis skyline so bad, and I, I looked know. at it at the grandstand at the fair. Why did you I, get it? I should have. I was just I'll, I can order it later. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I want oh, the nice gosh. black frame. You know what I mean? Oh, so, he'll get it for. He'll do whatever. I mean, this is how these artists. Yeah, no, they'll put it in whatever for you. I know. So I got to get on his website and things. But I Matt, just discovered him because he did that mural at the Channel 5 building. Which at is our cool. mural at the fair is unbelievable. Did you pop over there and see it in person? Are I you just, are you too cool Oh, my gosh. That? What oh, am that's I right. I was there. Steve at the fair. I didn't, even, I didn't have I a gizmo this year because you were gone. Oh, is that, thank you. Oh, oh was, but Libby, that's such a good food, though. I know, but oh. I was mourning What is it that you always eat? The pickle wrapped in something? The pickle dog. I got like 20 of those. I eat those every day. They're so good. I saw even Lieber started eating Oh, I was like, let's get a pickle dog first one he was so pumped it's his favorite food oh it's really great yeah you two are just peas in a little pod he's in um he's traveling with the vikings in 
Oh, he's um, in Philadelphia. Oh, he's yeah. there, so he's going to send oh. us a little, um, little, you know, little insight that will air on Twin Cities Live. Oh, this that's afternoon. really fun. So he needs to get a cheesesteak with Wiz. You know, when you're in Philly, you yeah. go, you know, come on, cheese Wiz. Yeah, whiz. you say with Wiz. With Wiz, it's with Wiz. You either get it with Wiz or without. Oh, well, I don't know when you'd ever and turn down that, some processed cheese product. Oh, that's what I mean, about. What, what's the, the problem? And the fact that you can just say whiz, you know, and everyone yeah, it's can't fun to say whiz. <laughs> don't hit the dump button. No, uh, <laughs> he anyway. is Matt Belanger of Five Eyewitness News. Yeah. You can catch him on Five Eyewitness News mornings. Airs from 2 a.m. until 12 noon. Stop it. Stop it. It's 4.30. Commercial free. <laughs> it's it's Every now and then I can run to the bathroom and back to the set. Oh, you've had a catheter in for years. <laughs> uh, tune in tomorrow morning. He'll be back. Uh, when we come back, we will come back with a little bit of Tom Brady Giselle Bunchin news. I'm concerned. Brady was in a mood yesterday, too, on the football field. We'll sort of uh, meld these all together. And if you see something, say something next on My Talk. Hey, welcome back. It's Don and Steve, the experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Uh, Donna Valentine will be back tomorrow for those of you who I know have been missing her. Of course. We are delighted to have Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live weekdays from 3 until 4.30 on Channel 5. Hi, guys. Also, the host of Best to the Nest, a MyTalk podcast. Did they call it a MyTalk podcast, a Hubbard podcast? It's a a podcast podcast. distributed by MyTalk, yeah. We've been on a little bit of an unexpected hiatus, so I should tell all of our nesters out there, we're coming back. We're going to record a new episode on Thursday, so we'll have a new one out on Tuesday. Okay, wonderful. We've just had, you know, there's been some personal things going on. Listen, I understand. That's how it goes. Speaking of which, let us now dig into the lives of uh, Giselle Bunchen and Tom Brady. Let's do it. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I'm going to start with the football part of the conversation. And then Elizabeth was noticing some things just sort of relationally, like the bigger picture, Tom Brady, Giselle Bunchen. Yesterday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were playing the New Orleans Saints, who they've had some trouble with recently even during Tom Brady's wonderful tenure in Tampa Bay. And there was all sorts of stuff that was happening. Like when they clicked over to the game at one point, I was watching Red Zone. You'll see Tom Brady get frustrated on the field. You see all of them get frustrated on the field. But they'll really focus in. When Tom starts yelling, the cameras love to get that. It's more impressive when he yells than when a lineman yells because it's Tom Brady, who can at times be very cool, calm, and collected. Right, right. Losing his mind, dropping what looked like F-bombs and just yelling and so frustrated, throws his helmet, gets the Microsoft Surface tablet uh, on the sideline, picks it up, immediately throws it, to which the commentator said, see, that's why they put those child bumpers around them, (laughs) because they are all in like the blue cushion. It turns out it's for when the players get a little bit childish. There was a moment when he exchanged words with New Orleans Saints cornerback Marshawn Lattimore, which then instigated a brawl that resulted in Marshawn and the Bucks receiver Mike Evans both getting ejected. Uh, amateur lip readers online think that Tom Brady said, let's see, how can I say this? Hmm. Bleep you bleep, B word. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. So Tom Brady that. said bleep you B. Yeah, I get. Okay, thanks. Do you know what the bleep stands for? I do. I am. Don't say it. I'm not going to say do it. Do you know what the B word stands for? I do. All right. I do know. So we think that's what Tom Brady said. <laughs> I think that's funny though. And then he got or just like the lip reading and all of that, you know, because I was watching the um the Packers play the Bears last night and this is the same thing, you know, like they zoom in on Aaron Rodgers all the time and then it's just bleeping, yeah, bleeping. No, no, no. Ble- yeah. Well, you, yeah. That's how this is 
It's amazing how much NFL players yell at each other and don't. Like, imagine if... We were coworkers. Yes, we're coworkers. And then if you or me, whoever, let's say you turn to me, like commercial break of Twin Cities. I used to work in television until you ran me out of town. You know this. (laughs) Commercial break hits, and then you yell, bleep you, B to me, or because like, Tom or Brady like, was yelling bleeps to his own team exactly. as well. Or you say you drop the proverbial ball, right? Uh-huh. Like you don't say something when you're supposed to do it. Or yeah. Rocco doesn't roll the thing. Yeah. So, so all of these things are part of your job, right? If you're playing football, playing it well is part of your job and executing the plays. If you didn't execute your job right, and somebody yelled bleep bleep bleep, bleep yeah. I mean, we'd be called into HR. I will tell you. My new co-host on Twin Cities Live, Ben Lieber, he's great, doing great, by the way. Is this the guy who used to play football? He tells me about, like, what the coaches would say to them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he has repeated some things to me that I'm like, that is, that's terrible for me to just hear you say. Much less having someone who you work with or someone who's sort of, like, considered your leader scream it at you in front of, like, all sorts of people with the sole purpose of humiliating you and breaking you down. Like, Unbelievable. We wouldn't come into work the next day. We'd be emotionally broken. I would never make it. You know what I mean? I would never survive. We'll find out. I, I need to talk to you during the commercial break to find out some of the things that Ben has heard <laughs> so I can reach out and let him know thoughts and prayers. Uh, He's doing okay, but still. M- meanwhile, um, Giselle Bunch and Tom Brady TMZ had a story last week that they were living apart from one another. They've been married for 13 years. They have two children together. And then they also help co-parent his son, Jack, with his ex, Bridget Moynihan. Yes. Okay. Okay. So they've been together for a long time. I here's there's a lot of speculation that things are not going well with them. Mm. And um, I just started thinking about like how if they don't make it, I hope that the collective of us all looks at this and goes, it just doesn't matter how much money you have or how freaking hot you are. I mean, mm-hmm. these two are the hottest people on the planet. Super hot. So hot. Mm -hmm. And they have everyone doing everything for them. Like, if you're thinking to yourself, in my marriage, if If we just had had this. Ain't that the marriage lie? If we just had, like, if he would just do this. If she would only. Or if we had a housekeeper to come clean up and I didn't have to. And I'm not saying all those things don't make things more pleasant. Like, that. those things, if you have a. They can alleviate stress, for sure. 100%. But it is not in any way the answer. Because what what money doesn't fix, even Giselle Bunchin, Tom Brady levels of money. So much money. It doesn't fix the thing that so rarely do we acknowledge, which is in any marriage, all you have at best are two broken people. True. And the the brokenness that they have is not something that money is available to fix. There are things that money might allow you to purchase to sort of help put some salve on the wound and grow through some things. But at the end of the day, for my money, on this side of eternity, you're going to have two broken people who you get one option and that if you want the marriage to live and it's to stay committed to each other through your revelations of the other person's brokenness and your own, which will happen generally on repeat throughout your time together. And money, millions, ain't going to fix all the things that are broken inside of me. It's so true. But it would pay for college. And it would, you know, pay off the house and remove some 
relational stress in that way. Jay and so I just had this something. conversation the other day because we have a bathroom that really needs to, I mean, it's just like, you know me in my old house. This bathroom's kind of, we're getting to like the non-functional point where oh it's like, <laughs> it was like a really bad reno in the 80s. We have like a sure. cool old house yeah. and we're trying to really like celebrate that, make it beautiful and mm-hmm. bring it back to its glory because there were some choices that were made in the 80s that maybe like weren't that great. Sure. Everybody made bad choices in the 80s. Yeah. It was the 80s. So even plumbers. Yes. And so we, you know, Jay was like, ah, this <laughs> and I said, I get it. And I was, and I did say though, we have to remember though, like that is going to make things more pleasant when this happens, when mm-hmm. we renovate this bathroom, but nothing externally will long-term fill you up internally. Like at the end of our life, we're not going to lay there as we're dying thinking like, boy, I lived with a really beautiful bathroom. It's going to be about like the friends. It's just a matter of kind of keeping it a little bit in perspective that while the external things are pleasant and helpful and enjoyable, they are not the be all end all and they're not going to keep you together. They say the problem is when you make a good thing, upgrading your bathroom, an ultimate thing. Mm. When you put it in a position it ought not be expecting it to provide what it simply cannot, you're going to be out of luck. I've missed your wisdom, my friend. Honest to goodness. Ah. I Donna rarely asks me to share it. She usually says, okay, Steve, no one's listening. <laughs> uh, back all right, to we Jeffrey got Dahmer. Music news when we come back.